Auburn football comes away with a decisive win against Akron, and soccer is rolling with Coachella. Hey everybody, my name is Kristen Carr, and I am your host of the Page 8 Podcast, brought to you by the Auburn Plainsman. Thank you guys so much again for listening in this week. We are going to be talking all things football, soccer, and volleyball, and let's get to it. I'm Miley, and this is your news for the week. On Saturday, Auburn won its first football game of the season against Akron, scoring 60-10. Head coach of Auburn's wheelchair basketball team, Rob Taylor, helped lead the Team USA to a gold medal in the Paralympics as an assistant coach. On Tuesday night, the candidates for Miss Auburn were announced. The candidates are Lady Frances Hamilton, Peyton Hill, Asia Howard, Maddie Wellbaum, and Carly Yarbrough. As of September 3rd, East Alabama Medical Health had 91 patients hospitalized for COVID-19, which is one shy of the highest in January of 92. I'm Miley, and this has been your news for the week. Now back to the show. So this week we had the first football game of the season. And being in the stadium with a full crowd, it was just an electric energy that was happening. Really, really special experience. And I think it gave a lot of people just a lot of excitement in general going into what Auburn football could be this year. And, you know, we have some first impressions from Coach Harson and of Coach Harson by students and fans. And, um, you know, it was really cool to see just his interaction with the players, with the students after the game and fans. And, um, you know, in his press conference, he just expressed a lot of gratitude to them for the way that they were supportive and the way that they acted during the game. And, um, you know, he is trying to have this sense of camaraderie within the team right now. It's so early, you have to really gel and for him to have the support of the students and, you know, that student section just never went away. It was a really great thing for them to be able to have that and support. Um, and I think, you know, the students are really excited and accepting of him. Um, they just went wild when he came over to the student section after the game. Um, it was, it was really crazy just to watch how excited that they were for him and, um, just that he came over there and acknowledged them. And that, that was just a really cool moment. Um, but, you know, speaking more technically, um, you know, we look at how Bo Nix was, and I think he did exactly what he needed to do um, and, and made exactly the kind of impression that he needed to make um, going into the season. I think there were a lot of people that had doubts um, and, just not necessarily a lot of faith in him going into the season. And I mean, there's only so much you can say because yes, they are, you know, they did play Akron. So, um, you know, they were expected to win by a large margin, but um, it was a really good start for him. It was a really solid start for him. And, you know, Coach Harson in his press conference, he said, uh, I thought he had fun. He's, he's talking about Bonix. He said, I thought he had fun. Um, it was good. He had a smile on his face. He had good energy out there. He was executing well. So all the work that he's been putting in, he's a dedicated player. He's got a chance to show 
some of that. And um, he also said that we can build from that going into the next game and hopefully continue with that type of decision-making and that type of execution. He knows what kind of work it takes to do that. Um, and he also said, I'm proud of him. It was good to see him and just watch him operate, to see him handle all the things that were thrown at him. Um, and then he also, of course, credited Coach Bobo um, and the offensive staff doing such a great job of having the guys prepared. And, um, you know, I think to hear those words from a coach is uh, it's really cool. Uh, you know, he said that he was proud of Bo Nix and the way that he um, – went out there and, and the way that he was composed himself. And so um, those are really encouraging things for Bonix. I think he's obviously went through a little bit of a, of a low point uh, last season just was not his season. Um, and I think bringing in this extra competition, this new coaching staff has brought things out of him that just really haven't been brought out of him before. Um, and you know, he looked clean, he looked confident, he looked comfortable, um, accuracy-wise, so much better than what we've seen from him in the past. Even against smaller teams like Akron, he was much more accurate. I mean, he didn't even um, throw an incompletion until the second quarter, uh, which is, for him, that's that's really, really good. Um, and, you know, he we saw a lot of him, you know, stepping up in the pocket instead of running and scrambling and, um, you know, running 20 yards in the opposite direction, like we saw a little bit of last season. Uh, it was almost comical last season, but but he has just completely turned that around. I It's been, it was really honestly amazing to watch because you see someone who went from, you know, he's obviously a very talented athlete and, um, you know, doing amazing things, but you know, he wasn't really living up to his full potential. And, you know, you see him turn around in this way and look so accurate and look so comfortable. I mean, he, I think that also plays into his faith in the offensive line. Um, you know, everybody kind of got on to the offensive line last season and were, you know, hating on them a little bit. But I honestly think that you know, it, it, everybody has uh, affects that in, in different ways. And, you know, Bo can do, there is a certain amount of stuff that he can do uh, apart from what the offensive line does. And there are things that the offensive line does that, you know, apart from Bo, like they can't be successful. So, you know, it's, it, there's a reason why it's a team sport, right? So you have the offensive line who has gotten a lot more consistent. Um, they, we really didn't see any of what we saw last season with him scrambling and running around and, um, and all of that. We saw him very comfortable. We saw him step up in the pocket and, um, you know, I think that shows that he's actually becoming comfortable. Um, he's actually having some faith in the offensive line to say, you know what, I trust you guys that no one's going to get behind you. And I'm going to, you know, let the play play out and um, let my receivers get to the places that they need to be, let them get open. And and you saw him not be hurried. And, um, you know, I think that speaks volumes for what the offense can be capable of at this point. Um, 
if your offensive line and your quarterback are not working together, you are not going to be able to do anything. Um, and it's just, I mean, it's just as plain as that. Um, and, and I think, you know, with, with Tank, obviously Tank Bigsby is just such an amazing running back. Um, but them together was such a treat to watch. I mean, they were with, with Bo Nix and Tank Bigsby, they together were such a great duo. And I think when you have that, uh, you know, them, them coming together, it really just allows each other to do their jobs better. Um, because again, it is a team sport. If your offensive line is doing what they need to do, then that opens up your running game, which opens up your passing game. And, you know, we saw Tank run early. Obviously, we knew that their offense was going to rely heavily on him. But it didn't quite as much as I think people were thinking that it would. Um, and again, like I said, Bonix didn't even throw an incompletion until the second quarter. For him, that is unheard of. And I was I was amazed by like the amount of accuracy that he had. And and that also goes to the credit of the receivers. Huge credit to receivers like Shedrick Jackson, who obviously caught that first touchdown pass. He played amazing on Saturday. Um was the target many times and you just saw him be dependable and consistent over and over and over again, um, which is just exactly what they need. Bo Nix needs people like him. And obviously there were others, but, you know, Shedrick Jackson kind of popped out to me in particular. But he needs people like that who can really show consistency and they can have that connection with each other over and over and over again. And you build that connection, all of a sudden you've built something that is really hard to defend. So I, I think that that goes to the credit of, of the offensive line. It goes to the credit of, of Bo Nix and, and obviously the receivers. Everybody cohesively was just doing a really great job. And, you know, Tank, I think, is just going to continue to be that consistent thing that the offense relies on. And, you know, he's he's just going to continue to do a great job. And you know, I have to give credit to the defense as well. Huge credit to them. Um, you know, they had six sacks. So I think that, you know, they were getting to the quarterback. They were There was pressure on the quarterback just constantly. Um, the DBs did a great job in, in defending the passing game. And everybody was just working really cohesively. And I think they played clean. Um, you know, I think they only had, they only had three penalties the whole game which is which is a really great thing to see so you know um it just it speaks to consistency and it huge huge credit to this coaching staff they have taken a team of people who had the ability to do really good things but weren't really doing it and then now they're actually doing it and they're really living up to the potential and I, I think that they can do a lot this season. I don't want to make any predictions so early because, again, like I said, it's Akron. Um, but I don't think we saw them play this way against teams like Akron last year. We just didn't. Um, and, I mean, obviously they only had uh, SEC play, but there were still teams that, you know, Auburn was supposed to have 
a huge advantage over that ended up being a lot closer than was originally thought. Um, and so I think they're actually living up to expectations at this point, which is uh, nice to see for them. All right, next we're going to be talking about soccer, so stick with us. Hey, this is Miley, podcast editor for the Auburn Plainsman. If you like this podcast and would like to support this organization and our team, you can visit our website at theplainsman.com and click on the button in the upper right-hand corner that says Donate. You'll be supporting over 127 years of local, editorially independent journalism right here in Auburn. Thank you so much in advance. Now back to the show. All right, guys, let's get back to it. We're going to be talking Auburn soccer, and they are rolling under Coach Hopper right now. They have set a program record with a 10-game win streak with a win against Chattanooga the other day. They they won 3-0 um, in that game, and they have some really big difference makers for them right now. I think, you know, uh, Anna Haddock is obviously one of those, but Olivia Candelino um, did a fantastic job. And, you know, Anna Haddock scored her her fourth goal of the season in that game. And then, um, you know, it was also a game winner for her. And then, you know, Olivia Candelita took care of uh, those other two goals in that um, in that game. And and that that was actually her first goal of the season and the first of her Auburn career. And, um, you know, it was really exciting for her. I uh, think she's going to end up being a really great player, difference maker for them. Um, to get your first goal in college competition is really exciting, and I think you can only go up from there. Um, she's got a lot ahead of her, and uh, she's she's probably got a lot of excitement going into that. But, um, you know, it's hard because you have – you you have a balance, right, of taking something that was really good and that brings you a lot of momentum, but also taking it one day at a time and one game at a time. Um, and I think, you know, that's definitely a message that Coach Hoppe is sending to her team right now is just staying focused, um, doing what they know to do. And she said of the game the other day, she said, you know, the effort of the team was tremendous. I'm really proud of them for keeping the pressure on. And what two brilliant goals by Olivia to make it 3-0 on the scoreboard. She said that really made a difference. I was really pleased that they kept that energy up late in the game when it was so hot. And, you know, obviously weather does come into the picture here when it's, you know, in the 80s and 90s outside. It's uh, It really makes it a lot harder. And, you know, you have to have so much stamina. Um we we know this about soccer. It just requires a lot of stamina, um, and and on top of that, you add the the heat factor into that. It just makes makes your life a little bit more difficult. But um, you could just tell that Coach Hobbs is just really proud of her, her team and the way that they were able to execute, even with all of that going on. And um, you know now they've actually they you know they were ranked number eleven. Now they've moved up to number ten. Um, so. They, they are just going to keep on climbing um, is what it looks like. And they're going to be facing um, Alabama A&M on Thursday at 6.30. Um, if if anyone wants to go and see them, you know, obviously soccer games have such a great environment. Um, I would I would highly encourage people to go to these games because um, they are just so fun. And um, I know that they are actually having a uh, – 
a game where you can bring your dogs and just stuff like that. It's just really fun family um, environment. And I think they'll probably have a little bit more, even uh, more, more people showing up when it's a little bit cooler outside. Um, but yeah, those games are just so great to go to. And it's always good, I think, when they feel the support of the Auburn family and, and you know, it just kind of gives you, just kind of give them something to fight for a little bit. And, um, you know, that, that game against A&M is the one that is going to be the annual pups at the pitch game. So, um, you know, you do have to fill out a waiver for that, but I would definitely encourage anybody to head on out there. It's on um, September 9th. So um, if you want to bring your dog, go on and do it um, because that'll be your chance this season. But, um, you know, they have such a great team, I think, and it's young too. That's the encouraging part of this is it is young. Um, so they've got a lot of great things ahead of them and um, should be a really fun game on Thursday, 630 here at Auburn. All right, so now we're going to be talking about volleyball. <laughs> and Auburn volleyball last season was a little bit of a struggle. Uh, let's, you know, to be honest, no one was really expecting a ton of them this season um, just because they had so much they had to overcome from last season and you know they they didn't win a game last season and so for them to be able to come in the way that they have they are currently undefeated which is just such it's such a far cry from last season and I think it it sort of boils down to not only the coaching and the people that he's brought in but just having non-SEC playback has just been a huge uh, advantage for them. Um, it's just opened up a lot of ways for them to, to grow. And, you know, you have, when you have those early games, um, early on, you gain a lot of experience. You have those young players that are actually able to play and get confidence and gel as a team. And, um, you know, it's, it's really, really helpful. I know, you know, Coach Crouch has said this before, how they've had so many games at home. They've been able to actually rest and actually practice a lot, um, which is something that they really weren't able to do last season because of COVID. Um, so it's been a great advantage for them. And, and I think it speaks to why they are undefeated right now. And just for them, even though they are playing, you know, maybe smaller teams, they are being consistent they are being you know they are really gelling as a team they're working well together they're communicating and you see what a difference it makes to be able to have that and be able to have that practice time and um it just has made such a huge difference for them and um you know they did have their match against new orleans canceled um due to hurricane ida but they've also added um at home match versus Santa Clara. It's on Sunday at one thirty. Um, but before that, they also have a home game on Thursday at six o'clock against North Alabama. So definitely encourage people to check that one out as well. Um, they they will be playing. So they will be playing on Thursday against North Alabama, and then again on Sunday against Santa Clara. Um, who knows uh, how this win streak will will be and if they can keep it up um I think that with these teams that they're playing that they will be um and 
your momentum just continues to build. And I know, again, same thing that we've talked about with, with soccer, it, it is a balance to, to, to say, you know, oh, we have this great momentum, but then also to take it day by day. So that's exactly what they're going to be doing and they're going to be focusing. And um, I'm sure Coach Crouch is, is giving that message to his team. It's great that they don't have any um, big injuries right now. Um, they're, they're mainly healthy. And so if they can keep that up, keep up this momentum that they've got, um, they have got a definite light at the end of the tunnel ahead of them. everyone that's going to be all for today thank you so much for listening and for your support we are always so grateful um this has been page 8 podcast and i'm your host Kristen carr and i'm signing off